When's the last time you worked in an office? <gasps> oh, gosh, about um, 20 years ago, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I occasionally have to do, for special projects, I have to go and spend time in an office, and I'm really, really bad at it. Absolutely. I have, sometimes have to go into an office, and it takes me ages to work out what to wear. All right. Because I'm just completely out of practice. Well, I'm thinking more in terms of people coming up to you and saying, oh, how was your weekend? And my instinctive response is, what is it to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work here. Um, which is not the appropriate response, but there are some people who apparently can't wait to get back to the office uh, mm. who've been working from home. So we'll be talking about that, and we'll be talking about the end of the Home Builder Grant um, which is ending in just a couple of weeks. I'm Jimmy Thompson. I write the flat check column for the Australian Financial Review. And I'm Sue Williams. I write about property for domain. And this is a flat chat wrap. Yeah, so there's a big push on to get people to go back to work in their offices. Mm. Mainly, I think, from the little cafes around office blocks <laughs> in the city. Well, that's very expensive real estate, those commercial offices. Yeah, really. And, yeah. Um, you know, they're designed to foster the cultural capital of companies right. and provide good workspaces for people. And, I mean... As you said in the intro, we've worked from home for a long time, so we've got good desks, we've got good chairs, we've got space, yeah, we've got office cats, we've got everything really. But a lot of people are working, you know, in their the spare bedroom or the kitchen, yeah, yeah. On, on dining room tables which are the wrong height, and they're kind of getting back injuries. And, yeah. yeah, you know, it's not really very good for them. And while um, productivity soared at first, um, they've noticed that productivity is now flagging a little bit. <laughs> Well, I saw that. I saw somebody saying that the other day, a politician saying that, and it made me wonder how much of this is, has anybody done any tests, any checks, any any measures on this, or is this just grumpy old politicians saying, oh, everybody should be back in the office? This is a politician in Canberra saying that all the civil servants should be back in their offices mm. rather than sitting at home in their pyjamas. Well, a lot of companies have done research on it, and they've found that productivity was really good at first. Yeah. Yeah. But th they have a problem because, you know, there there are young people in the offices who maybe need mentors and they're not yep. getting those in when they're working from home. They need to attract good staff all the time yep. and retain staff. And, you know, people are kind of falling away and thinking, oh, I might try a different career because they're kind of a bit bored doing work from home. Mm. And they don't have that excitement and inter interaction with other people in the office to keep them going. Yeah. So I think it's probably... There are real figures out there to say that people's productivity is waning a little bit now. Right. And and um, I'm hearing and reading about the virtual commute. Have you heard about this? Yeah, that sounds a really interesting idea. So one article, I think it was in The Guardian the other day from London, about a guy who used to cycle to work, now works from home. So he just goes and has a, cycle, has a ride on his bike every morning when he would normally be commuting. And B has a nice ride through the park and stuff. I wouldn't necessarily want to have a fake commute through some traffic, <laughs> especially here in Sydney. But, uh, you know, and he said that that prepares him for his working day because 
it's an opportunity you know he's the phone isn't ringing there's not people tapping him on the shoulder asking him how his weekend was it's mm. a chance to sort things out um for the rest of the day and then when he gets back to his house to his home he uh, switches on the computer and off he goes yeah it's kind of a good idea I guess people will work from home in very, very different ways. You know, some people like me just sit in their pyjamas most of the day until they have to go out and then actually shower and get dressed. Mm. Whereas we know other people who shower, get completely dressed, um, put makeup on and sit there ready as if they were going working in the office. And some people only dress the top half of them because they might just be in Zoom meetings and don't bother with the bottom half. Well, we know somebody who's company it's an american company they actually monitor their screen time yeah that's really creepy yeah like so that if they're not at their screen you know for enough of the time during their working day then they get emails you know where have you been what are you doing that's right if you get up to put the washing on or something yeah um, and then, will and then slump on the sofa to watch <laughs> some tv <laughs> yeah, that's right so i mean i guess they've got different ways of monitoring people some people have to report in every hour. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of weird. We always think, well, working from home is the ultimate freedom. But for some people, it's not really. Yeah. And I've been reading about Microsoft have created for their employees, and, and it's a plan that's open to anybody, their own virtual commute where they encourage people to spend 10 minutes before they start working just to sit and go through what their plans for the day are. Mm. And then at the end of the working day to sit down and make a note of the things that they plan to do the next day. Mm. To kind of, you know, the, the things that hang over from one day, you know, it's a phone call that never came through and or the phone call that you never made or the email that you either didn't get or didn't send. And, and it's just a thing, all right, this is to remind me in the morning that I need to do this. And then the next morning you look at your list and go, all right, got to do that, i got to do that. But overnight I had to think about this kind of thing, which is good. But they also introduced a package of online meditation programs. Mm-hmm. So there is a company, I can't remember the name offhand, an American company, as usual and they do structured meditations over the internet and so they've incorporated that into their virtual commute that's a really good idea isn't it yeah i mean it sounds a bit oogly boogly a bit sort of touchy-feely but only to very old old old-fashioned people to me right okay (laughs) i wonder who you mean by that i think we are all wherever we work we're all creatures of habit you know and i think for people who aren't going back to work anytime soon and are struggling a bit i mean our neighbor we bumped into the other day i mean her company doesn't want her to go back to the office until september and she's really finding it hard you know just the isolation that she's not on her own she's got a partner but the work isolation thing yeah because i think a lot of those companies which have overseas headquarters particularly in the states where covid is out of control yeah um they're saying okay they're issuing worldwide mandates to their workers not to come back in earlier yeah and it's a shame because in australia we're kind of ready to go back to work yeah so i mean my thing would be if you were in the habit of let's say you on your way to work you picked up a cup of coffee at the station and drank it on the train i would say get up go to that coffee shop Mm. they need your business Mm. grab your coffee 
and maybe just sit there and have your coffee, you know, read the paper or whatever, or take your coffee back home and do something that isn't directly work-related. Listen to a podcast like this, for instance. (laughs) You know, just do something that will take you out of the immediate work environment, but get your brain working. Mm. And then at an appointed time, an alarm goes off and it's time to to start working. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... Everybody has such different ways of working. Some people work all the way through and other people kind of need breaks. And in the old days, it used to be cigarettes would give you a reason to have a break, really. But um, now, why not a quick three-minute meditation or a cup of coffee or play with the Or gym. You could 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 do a quick workout at the gym or something. Mm. Mm. I knew somebody who took up smoking because as a student, he worked in a meatworks in New Zealand. And they had their three smokos a day. And when he came out for the break with the rest of them, they said, oh, if you don't smoke, you you don't get a smoker. <laughs> and and seriously. And they, they wouldn't let him. They said, you've got to keep working. If you're not smoking, you've got to keep working. So he took up smoking. Wow. And I remember other people, when their bosses smoked, they'd go outside the building to smoke. So they found it quite good for their careers to take up smoking as well so they could go outside and they could have a quick word with the boss while they're all standing around casually smoking an episode of friends wasn't it rachel oh i don't know rachel took up smoking because she was missing out that everybody else was going out (laughs) smoking they were coming back having made decisions that she had no part of yeah that's pretty hard. But I guess when you look at the CBDs of all our major cities, I mean, they are pretty empty at the moment. And governments are quite rightly concerned about whether people are actually ever going to go back to the CBDs. Yeah. And there are some people long term who say our CBDs will change in nature. Some of those big office towers will change. They'll become, you know, lots of different things. They could become retirement homes. Right. They can be converted to residential to bring more life into the CBDs post-pandemic. And CBDs are going to become much more entertainment hubs. You know, you go to the CBD for a drink or for dinner or for a dance or something. Right. And for a show and movie rather than actually going there for work because you still want the CBDs to be vibrant and lively and you still want lots of people around. Mm. During the day, though, is when you you miss the people. I mean, a lot of Mm -hmm. the city centres already have that, or they had that entertainment aspect and the restaurants, etc. Yeah, and there's the whole public transport thing. Like, the government was worried about overcrowding on public transport, and now they're worried about undercrowding. Mm. But they don't want too many people to be on public transport, or, or we all have to wear masks yeah, because they do have the apps now where you can see how many people are going to be on a particular bus, which is very, very clever. Right. But the traffic, say, in Sydney, where we live, is becoming really bad yeah. because lots of people aren't taking public transport, but they're still going to the city or they're still yeah. um, travelling to work in the inner suburbs. So traffic seems to be even worse because we don't have people going by bus or train anymore. Right. It's Look, it's all kind of organic, isn't it? It all sorts itself out in the end. Mm, it'll all settle down once once covid is well pretty much over we'll find out who is going to do what but i think a lot of people have made a big commitment to working from home by changing where their home is they're not living near the city anymore they're moving out Mm. to the beaches or or even out into the country Mm. and that's going to be it's going to be hard to get them back yeah Uh, a friend um, works for a company 
and one of her employees um, moved to South Australia. And then the company said, we want everybody back in the office. Oh, God. So that was a real problem. That would have been. All right. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about the end of the Home Builder Grant. That's after this. When is the Home Builder Grant set to finish, Jimmy? In a couple of weeks, March the 31st. It was originally supposed to end in December, and I don't know if there was too little uptake or it proved to be too popular or um, made the difference to the building industry that they wanted. Anyway, the government, the federal government, decided to extend it to March 31st. This is a grant for new buildings and you have to live in them, right? right? Or new apartments or new houses. And you have to live in them. And I think it's $15,000 off the cost. Now, that doesn't seem all that much, except if you're a first-time home buyer in New South Wales with the first home buyer's grant here, plus the home builder grant, plus the stamp duty stamp duty 54,000 oh that's quite a lot isn't it uh, and it's got to be a home costing less than 750,000 mm. so i think you know uh, they're saying they being pr companies for developers <laughs> are saying there's going to be a rush on people finalizing their off the plan purchases in the next couple of weeks and i could see that happening mm. Yeah, that is good news for developers as well, particularly um, in the apartment market because prices have been quite soft there. Yes. Um, A lot of people are talking about a little bit of an oversupply of apartments in some areas. Um, So that's Melbourne in the Docklands and Sydney, Green Square, right right there. So that will kind of help boost those, one would think. Yeah, and uh, there's also rents have been going down. Mm. Although I, I was reading somewhere that there was... Last weekend, there was 90% clearance of apartments in auctions over the weekend, which is going against the trend that uh, apartments have been flat, flatlining, basically, while houses house sales have been going up. Yeah, but it's often off-the-plan apartments where sales have been a bit softer, really. Right. So auctions are obviously apartments that have already been built and being resold. Right. So mm. they don't apply uh, for the home builder grant. Mm. That's right. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, the apartment market is very seriously affected by lack of international travel. Mm. You know, we don't have the foreign students coming in. We don't have foreign business people coming in. And dare I say it, we don't have people coming in on Airbnb holidays. Mm. Mm. That's really got to push the the demand for apartments well down. Mm. Yeah. And I think that affects the major cities like Sydney and Melbourne much more than other markets. Yeah. You know, Perth, the apartment market's doing okay. Um, Adelaide, it's a much, much smaller market, but that's doing all right. But Brisbane and Gold Coast are really booming because they're considered real lifestyle destinations as well. And lots of Sydney siders and Melbournians are going there to live. Mm. So those markets, apartment markets, are doing incredibly well. So what do you think, you know, these um, half-price airfares that have been announced, you mm. know, to boost tourism? A lot of people, especially hoteliers in the cities, are really annoyed about that because they're saying, well, oh, great, you've just taken mm. any potential custom that we might have had for people coming into the cities. You've taken that away from us. Do you think that's valid? Um, I think it is because those city 
CBD hotels are really, really hurting. Mm. Some of them during COVID had something like 2% occupancy, and now they're still operating under 10%. Wow. And there's a lot of workers involved in, in hotels and a huge amount of investment. I mean, some of the hotels have taken this period of COVID to, to undergo big renovation. You know, they might right. have had works planned for a few years' time, but they've mm. decided to do it now, which was probably a good thing. But most of them have introduced really good rates if you want to go on a staycation or if you want to, you're a Sydney sider, you go over to Melbourne, you can stay in a really nice five-star hotel for um, a three- or four-star price now. Right. And they often, a lot of their offers, you know, have free sparkling wine on arrival, late checkout, early mm. check-in, mm. um, and, you know, free breakfast or credit towards a dinner so it's actually a really good time to go to those hotels now because they're really trying hard to attract new people would you recommend it for somebody say from and and we're not even talking about making the trip from melbourne to sydney or vice versa but actually just saying i live in an outer suburb of one of these cities and i'm going to go and stay for a couple of nights in the city center I really would, because we just recently stayed at the, the Hilton Sydney, didn't we? We did. And they've just had a big refurb. And it's a beautiful hotel, and it's got oh, a fantastic gorgeous. restaurant, a really great bar, the Marble Bar. Yeah. And um, I really enjoyed staying there. Yeah. And it kind of gives you a different take on your own city, because you have a completely different view of the city. Everything is within walking distance. I mean, if you go on a midweek stay, it's even cheaper than weekends. Yeah. And then you can... You know, if you are working the CBD, you can actually walk to work and have a drink on the way home and then go mm. somewhere nice for dinner. And you don't ever have to worry about drink driving or anything like that. Right. It's just, and you can go and see a show and you don't yep. have to, you know, struggle to get home afterwards on public transport or yeah. in a taxi. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a really good idea. And some of these hotels, I wouldn't be able to afford to stay in them normally. Mm. But now I could afford to stay in them. And... It's quite funny because the staff are so welcoming. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that staff weren't welcoming before, but now they're so pleased to see guests. You get yeah. great service in most of the places. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. So it's it's just a really great time to sample your own city, I think. Yeah, I noticed that with the Hilton, and I don't know if they used to do that because it's been a while since I stayed in the Hilton, but there was a guy hovering around on the the area in front of the the check-in desk and he was just saying you know are you checking in you're checking out blah 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 oh you're checking out oh just give me that that'll be fine you know and it mm. was it was like everything was there to make it easier for you just to breeze in and and give you a really personal service yeah yeah, yeah. and that's the difference with a five-star hotel really yeah i think it's a really good opportunity to go and we uh, ate in the restaurant uh what's it called Glass, is it? Glass, yeah. And it's a Luke Mangan restaurant. And he came to the table. Yeah. He said, came, said hello. Yeah. Asked us how, how the food was. Yeah. It, it was very good. And the food it? was good. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> yeah. It would have been a bit awful to say, well, actually, this is a bit undercooked. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a bit weird, wasn't it? Because he actually used to live in the same apartment building as us. Yes. And so I said to him, oh, you know, we remember remember you from our building. And he had no re- memory of us at all, which was no. a bit embarrassing, but yeah. never mind. Oh, but only for you. <laughs> only for you. Okay, that's a kind of quiet week in Stratoland. Well, the building commission is still going around and closing down buildings and things. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting to see. And he was 
talking about the um, an apartment building in Auburn, which is the worst he's ever seen. Really? And, um, yeah, so he's issued orders there. So he's still kind of going great guns right. around um, Sydney and, and uh, just outside Sydney as well, I think. I wonder building. if he's talking about great guns. I wonder if he has protection. I mean, some of these developers actually have guns. <laughs> Not the nice ones, not the good ones, not the ones we know. Okay, thank you so much for that, and we will talk again next week. Okay, thanks, Jimmy. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Flat Chat Rap Podcast. You'll find links to the stories and other references on our website, flat-chat.com.au. And if you haven't already done so, you can subscribe to this podcast completely free on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. Just search for Flat Chat Rap with a W, click on subscribe, and you'll get this podcast every week without even trying. Thanks again. Talk to you again next week.